As you approach the end of the road, do you slow down or speed up? How about the end of the road of life? Welcome to the Transformative Stuff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 32 of Tractate Nazir, and we learn to make every last second count. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to be with the story. In the third year of the reign of King Jehoiakim of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and laid siege to it. God delivered King Jehoiakim into his power together with some of the vessels of the Holy Temple, and he brought them to the land of Shinar to the house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief officer, to bring some Israelites of royal descent and of the nobility, Youths without blemish, handsome, proficient in all wisdom, knowledgeable and intelligent, and capable of serving the royal palace, and teach them the writings and the language of the Chaldeans. The king allotted daily rations to them from the king's food and from the wine he drank. They were to be educated for three years, at the end of which they were to enter the king's service. Among them were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah. Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the king's food or wine, and God disposed the chief officer to be kind and compassionate toward Daniel. Daniel beseeched the God, Please test your servants for ten days, giving us legumes to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the youths who eat of the king's food, and do with your servants as you see fit. He agreed to this plan of theirs and tested them for ten days. When the ten days were over, they looked better and healthier than all the youths who were eating the king's food. So the guard kept on removing the food and the wine they were supposed to consume and gave them legumes. God made all four of these young men intelligent and proficient in all writings and wisdom, and Daniel understood visions and dreams of all kinds. One day Daniel consulted the books concerning the number of years that, according to the word of Hashem, that had come to the prophet Yirmiyahu, were to be the term of Jerusalem's desolation, 70 years. He turned his face to Hashem, devoting himself to prayer and supplication, in fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. While he was speaking, praying, and confessing his sins, the angel Gavriel was sent forth in flight and reached him about the time of the evening offering, saying, Daniel, I have just come forth to give you understanding. Seventy sevens have been decreed for your people and your holy city until the measure of transgression is filled and that of sin of complete, until iniquity is expiated and eternal righteousness ushered in and the prophetic vision ratified and the holy of holies anointed. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, when Nazirs were ascending from the diaspora with their offerings and they found the holy temple destroyed, Nachum the Mede said to them, If you had known that the temple was destroyed, would you have taken a vow to be a Nazir? They said to him, No. And Nachum the Mede dissolved the vow for them. And when the matter came before the rabbis, they said, Whoever took a vow to become a Nazir before the temple was destroyed is a Nazir. But if he vowed after the temple was destroyed, he is not a Nazir. Says the Gemara, Rav Yosef said, If I had been there, I would have told them, Isn't it written, The sanctuary of Hashem, the sanctuary of Hashem, the sanctuary of Hashem are these? This repetition refers to the first temple and the second temple, which are destined to be destroyed, leading to a third temple. These Nazis should have considered the possibility of the temple's destruction, and this can serve as a means of broaching the dissolution of their vows. Nevertheless, although they knew it would be destroyed, did they know when? Abayah said, And did they not know when? But isn't it written, Seventy sevens are decreed upon your people and upon your sacred city. But still, 
Did we know on precisely which day? Let's analyze the Gemara. Picture the final days of the Second Temple. Israel was occupied by Roman forces. There was terrible infighting amongst various Jewish factions in Jerusalem, from traditionalists to Hellenists to zealots, and a host of new sects that had arisen. It was clear that the end was nigh. After all, Yirmiyahu and Daniel had prophesied centuries earlier that this temple too would not last forever. Indeed, they had an expiration date that everyone knew was fast approaching, 70 years of seven. And while all this havoc was raging in the capital, life went on in certain other parts of the country. While not necessarily physically tranquil, many Jews strove to maintain their religious life and communities. And so, if up until now they had made vows of sacred commitment, they weren't about to cease their dedication now. Sure enough, several people made a vow to become Nazirs. At the conclusion of their period of abstinence, they headed towards Jerusalem to offer their crowning sacrifices. What incredible souls! These righteous men and women knew that the Holy Temple would imminently be destroyed, and yet they still took their Nazarite vows. Most other people would have been moping about thinking, Woe is us! But these awesome individuals were thinking, We don't have much time left to do this. Let's make every last moment count. If we don't become Nazis now, we may never have the opportunity. Sometimes heaven sends us challenges that are insurmountable in the here and now. We don't understand why in this physical world, in real life, the story doesn't always have a happy ending. We simply utter the blessing, Baruch Dynamis, blessed is the true judge, and accept the divine decree, knowing that God's ways are humanly unknowable. Those situations are beyond our control. But what you can control is how you will deal with the time you have remaining. Will you languish in sorrow and self-pity, or will you pick yourself up and make every moment count? Will you become a victim of your circumstances, or will you rise above and become the victor whom the Almighty has destined you to become? After a long battle with lung cancer, Canadian anti-smoking activist Bob Tarbox died at the age of 43. Having smoked her first cigarette at the age of 11, she quickly became addicted to nicotine, and then one day she was diagnosed with her terminal illness. At that tragic moment, she decided to dedicate the remainder of her life to campaigning against tobacco and convincing young people to quit or never start. With superhuman effort, she would crisscross the country lecturing and campaigning. By the end, she could hardly move on her own, but she would gather every ounce of strength and utilize every last breath to save one more child. In a final gesture, she agreed to have her sickly face emblazoned upon the nicotine warnings on cigarette packets. Some misfortunes happen in our lives due to poor choices that we make. Others occur due to circumstances beyond our control. Either way, it's our choice whether we will make lemonade out of the lemons. Barb Tarbox didn't tell herself that it was all her own undoing and that she should just disappear. She was determined to make amends and do whatever she could to repair her final moments on earth. Barb found redemption from within her self-inflicted wounds. If she could pick herself up from her self-inflicted wounds, then certainly when the storm is completely heaven-sent, it should inspire you to grab your spiritual surfboard and ride the mighty wave. May you never give up on your mission even when the hour is darkest. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. 
It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.